0: Hey guys, um, this is my, uh, my first podcast, it's so called it The Pilot slash Election Day 2020, it is November 3rd, 2020, it is Election Day, a um, little disclaimer, um, I'm going to refrain from identifying myself, have my reasons, um, currently in law school right now, some of the things that I may talk about be a little uh, controversial um, in my in my opinion in my perspective of being you know in college for several years now uh, universities and professors tend to uh, not really like free speech that much you know people have lost their jobs for saying things they believe in so I'd like to just refrain from using my name for now my journey of law school um, just to protect myself. Uh, I do have an email address if you would like to email questions or maybe potential topics, um, things that want me to bring up in the future. I'll do that. Um it is Jack of all topics at gmail.com. That is J A-C-K of all. Topics T-O-P-I-C-S At gmail.com um, Kind of a Play on words like, you know, Jack of all trades um, This podcast Isn't going to be You know About one Any one specific thing It's going to be about You know Everything People go through things Every day in their life Different things And uh, You know Maybe there's people out there Who just want to Hear something different Every day Maybe they don't want to Tune into the same You know Political podcast Every week Or sports podcasts Every week Or life and relationships podcast every week, you know, um, so I'm going to try to do one of these, you know, once a week, and you know, every week it'll be about something different, maybe something happened to me that made me think about something specifically, and I want to talk about it, and uh, maybe it's the same things happen to other people, and they're wanting someone else to talk about it, and also, I think I'm going to use this podcast to, you know, vent, I'm very opinionated, and it really you know. about us until interesting is people get so mad at people other their friends on the other side that aren't going to vote for the way they're going to vote but there's a reason usually you know like if you take the the election right now for example you know, there's a lot of people you know the pro-life pro-choice They don't think that abortion is bad, or you know, another situation they say abortion just because it's the, one of the hottest topics. It always is. Bad. Same-sex marriage, and, uh, race, I guess. Um, although I don't think either candidate is outright uh, racist. Okay. But you know, one party does stand for pro-choice, and one party does stand for pro-life. So, for a pro-life person to try. And chance that there will be some kind of movement to try and um, overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, which, unfortunately for Democrats, uh, can happen, and it's their fault. i will get into that in a minute. Um, bring a little uh, law school knowledge into the mix. Um, but, point being is, when you can't convince your friend of the opposite party to believe something specific that you believe in I don't think that that is actually I don't think I think it, I know it's very wrong to dismiss that person's intelligence and dismiss that person as your friend over whether or not they believe abortion is murder it's not their fault it's not a pro-choice person's fault that they don't think that abortion is murder nothing has said that it is at the same time, um, for the pro-lifers out there, it's not their fault either that they believe that because the science is so inconsistent on when human life is formed that we don't really know. So it's a very controversial topic where there is nothing that really says the fact, you know, where it's definitive what something is, and, and now if you and if you go against that idea. Hundred percent of science said um, as soon as conception happens it's alive and it's murder and there's no debate on that you know you're open for discussion and you know additionally I think one of the most controversial things about abortion is um, you know if a woman decides to have an abortion that's legal right now so whatever you know it's there's 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 no legal recourse. She hasn't murdered her baby. But if a pregnant woman is killed by someone else, and the baby dies, obviously, because the mother dies, that person is charged with double homicide. And I find that very strange. We're picking and choosing when life is life. Life is either life or it's not. It's not all of a sudden life because someone else took it. You know, if I take it's almost like saying if I commit suicide I've chosen to do it therefore I didn't kill myself I was not alive because I chose to do it myself but if someone else kills me it's murder because they took my life and I had no say in it is that what we're really saying about a baby you know and I'm not trying to advocate for pro-lifers I'm just for the pro-lifers out there it's a very confusing argument how can you say it's murder when someone else kills the baby but not murder when you kill yourself how is it not a life anymore because you decided to do it yourself uh, the choice thing there is really, really hairy about. but so what I wanted to talk about a little bit about the Rugby then thing um, there was this case I think it was 2016 it was called Oversville v. Hodges it was a same-sex marriage case um, that I don't want to get into it was a property case about married in Canada, and they moved to Texas, and um, got a house together, and, and the way that they owned the house, they, it was, um, it's called a, a joint tenancy, which means when one of the married parties die, the house automatically goes to the surviving spouse, it's called a right of survivorship. So, in this case, um, one of the men passed away, and the surviving spouse expected to get the property due to the right of survivorship. And they were living in Texas now. Uh, But Texas doesn't recognize same sex marriage as a legal marital union. Therefore, the joint tenancy was rendered null and void, and therefore, the surviving spouse wasn't allowed to get his house because he wasn't he didn't have right of survivorship because he wasn't married in Texas. He wasn't recognized by the state of Texas as a marriage. So this man sued and it ended up reaching the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court ruled that the 14th Amendment, which talks about equal rights for the world, ruled that it is implied in the 14th Amendment that this would include same-sex marriage, and that now every state shall recognize same-sex marriage. Now that's not to say that every state shall uh, allow you know, same-sex couples to get married. It just means that every state must recognize that a man and a man or a woman and a woman that are married is actually a marital union. And so sort of the same thing that happened in Texas doesn't happen again. And personally, I, I feel really bad for the guy you shouldn't lose his house, I understand all that, but the law at the time was the law, and Texas, the state of Texas, and any other state for that matter, has the right to decide what laws they want to enforce or not enforce. And same-sex marriage is a state issue, and it was actually put to a vote by states, and I think there's, I think there's 14 states that where you can get married in if you're a same-sex couple was voted. It was put to the representatives just like a democracy should be voted on by was it uh, mandated by the federal government which nothing should be especially things like that. So anyways in this case um, with the Supreme Court decided that State must recognize same sex marriage. They kind of over, overstepped their bounds and they, they essentially created a law that every state must abide by. There was no law that said anything about states recognizing same sex marriage and they should, or, or that they have to, or that they don't have to. There's no law that says this. And what the Supreme Court did was kind of extract some language out of the 14th Amendment that's not really there argue that times have changed and it's time to adapt and yada, yada yada and I don't necessarily disagree with that but the whole point is the 14th amendment does not include same-sex marriage. Even further than that, nowhere in the constitution is marriage even talked about by a man and a woman. Marriage is not in the constitution at all as a fundamental right that can be given or taken away. It's not something that the federal government imposes mandates or monitors or anything. It's up to the states. The states monitor marriage. When you get married, the federal government doesn't know. Your state knows. You get a state marriage license. So, the issue with this is the Supreme Court legislated. And that is bad. Not only is that bad, it's not really allowed. But at the time, the Supreme decision. The Supreme Court was a majority Democrat. And we all know Democrats are the ones that are always talking about same-sex marriage and how it's a right. You can't take it away and all this stuff. And again, I don't disagree. I couldn't care less if two men get married, two women get married. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't bother me. However, it is not the Supreme Court's job to create laws essentially what they did. There is no language that talks about marriage, same-sex marriage for that matter. You think that the fathers were, when they were writing the Constitution were talking about, you know, they wrote the 14th Amendment or whoever wrote the 14th Amendment. Whenever it was ratified, I can't remember when it was ratified, but you know, thought to include gay couples in that. And maybe they should have. I'm not saying they shouldn't have. So, to extract language out of the 14th Amendment that it's implied it includes same sex couples is ridiculous because nowhere in the Constitution do we even talk about heterosexual couples. So, I digress The point being is the Supreme Court has shown that they can make laws if they want to, they can do the House's job in legislation and the Senate's job by passing legislation all in one. What do we even need the legislative branch for? We just have the judiciary branch who they can make laws and interpret them if we need to. They do everything now. And the reason why I said earlier that the Democrats, you know, we're talking about Roe v. Wade and the abortion thing, it all ties in. I know kind of but it all ties in. When we're talking about convincing your other party or your friend to vote for you, vote for the way you want to vote. No, I can't vote for Trump because of Roe v. Wade. Well, it doesn't really matter who's going to be president because Roe v. Wade's probably going to get here. And the reason being is the Supreme Court is now 6 uh, 3 uh, Republican. And Republicans, by nature, most of them are pro life, anti abortion. going to be overturned is because the Democrats have set the precedent that the Supreme Court has the ability and the authority to legislate if they so choose. All you gotta do, I mean, you have if you have Supreme Court justices, those are the most intelligent lawyers on the planet. And there's nobody better the Supreme Court Justice to find language in some law that's not really there. But We already saw it happen in 2016. They extracted language from the amendment that wasn't there. So, they are going to overturn Roe v. Wade because the Democrats have set the precedent that the Supreme Court has the ability and the authority to legislate and, by this Obergefell v. Hodges case. And so now, first of all, they're going to overturn Obergefell v. Hodges without a shadow of a Obvious way, a little more difficult because it was in a it was a legitimate case and a legitimate you know, opinion was written, and it's case law, and there's nothing wrong um, as, as as a matter of the law. Now Obergefell v. Hodges case is erroneous in itself because the Supreme Court legislated. That case will be overturned, not because uh, any hatred towards same-sex couples because it was wrong, and in the opinion, um, several of the Supreme Court justices dissented, uh, Scalia, Thomas, and Alito, specifically, all dissented saying that if they were legislators, I think even Chief Justice Roberts dissented as well, they even said in in their dissent that if they were legislators, they would pass this same-sex marriage issue and require states to mandate, or to, Uh, recognize same-sex marriage. But they said, quote, we are not legislators. The Supreme Court's job the the Judiciary Branch's job is to simply interpret existing law as it stands, not create law. Furthermore, Justice Thomas talks about requiring every state to recognize same-sex marriage is an infringement on first amendment for people My first amendment includes religious freedom now you can make the argument that no god would you know strike down on same-sex couples and that very well may be the case but there is several religions out there that look at homosexuality as a sin now i'm not advocating for that the whole point is if you're a christian or if you're a muslim um, and there's probably other religions out there i'm not sure they believe that if you read the Quran or the Bible Homosexuality is an abomination is what It says in the book And to mandate everybody to recognize What some people's religions see is an abomination Is an infringement on religious freedoms And the issue with this is We are infringing on The First Amendment Constitution, of the Bill of Rights, whatever you want to say, of our rights to accommodate for someone's quote-unquote right to marry their boyfriend or marry their girlfriend as a same-sex couple, when nowhere in the Constitution does it even talk about marriage at all. And I know I keep hampering down on that, but it's so very vital that we're just overlooking the actual rights that are written in black and white, to extract language to create rights that aren't really rights. Yeah, no one has the right to get married. You have the legal ability to get married. But nowhere in the Constitution is it a right that says you are allowed to get married to whoever you want. It doesn't say that anywhere. There's no language that can be extracted and made up that it even implies that. case same sex marriage recognition is not it's something that has to be done and I will actually advocate for this it has to be done not because I don't think that gay people should be able to get married I don't really care I don't, I don't care at all I hope I wish they could get married but the way it was done is wrong because it sets up bad precedent for the future we've set by allowing this case to stay we will set precedent in the future. That the Supreme Court. If you don't get your way as a citizen, you can just petition the Supreme Court, and if they agree with you, uh, you'll get your way. They'll they'll just create a law for you. And what's also bad about this, and it was mentioned in the, in the dissent of uh, Scalia, I think, as well, that you know the Supreme Court is made up of nine justices. They're not elected officials they're appointed by the President of the United States the House and the Senate well, it's just the Senate the Senate affirms them they're not elected, you know, their name doesn't go on a ballot somewhere, the people of the United States go in there and vote for them and the reason why this is important is because it would be it's okay for elected officials to make laws. That's how we do it. That's how our democracy is. We elect people in the House, we elect people in the Senate, and the House legislates and then the Senate ratifies. And that's how it's supposed to be done. You know, that is the people's voice being heard. And there's hundreds of people in Congress. I can't even, I think there's like 500 and something. I can't remember how many people are in the House. 135. I should know senators, You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of people in Congress that are in charge of legislation that the people have voted in. So there's hundreds of people that we have to get to on the same page and come to a majority agreement of what should be a law and what shouldn't be a law. On the Supreme Court, there's only nine people. So all you got to do is get five people to agree with you. Five people to... Be as emotionally charged as you are, and you'll get your way. Not only is that bad, they only have to get five people because easy to get easier to get five people than it is to get you know, three hundred or whatever the number is. But those people aren't even elected. They got there because the president chose them, it. and it's a lifetime appointment. They never lose their job until someone dies. When someone dies, that's how you lose their job, or you can resign. But usually that doesn't happen. Most people, most justices, are there until their death. So if you get a Supreme Court that leans your way politically, you can just start petitioning the Supreme Court on all these social issues that you don't that aren't going your way, and they'll just and they'll just write laws for you. That, and it's very, very bad. And what's going to happen is Obergefell v. Hodges should be overturned because of how it was put into act. They don't get overturned. And one day when the Supreme Court shifts to being liberal, heavy, right now it's Republican heavy, I just think Democrats. should be liberal, uh, they'll, that Supreme Court did the same thing because of what the previous Supreme Court did. Like, well, the last Supreme Court was legislating, so we'll just legislate. And it effectively ruins and eliminates a branch of government and the separation of powers and the balance, the checks and balances you got this one entity legislating and interpreting their... You can't interpret your own law. You, I mean, this is not how it's supposed to be done. Because then it's only going to be interpreted the way you wrote it. Which means nobody would ever win a case that went to them if it was the opposite of what they were thinking when they wrote the law. And that's just not the way it should be done. So, all that being said, my whole point of that is trying to convince someone to vote the way you want them to vote I I, I implore people to really look, not only, I implore the people that are trying to convince other people to vote to really just think about like, why are you trying to get them to vote for who you want them to vote for, and why do they want to vote for the other person, because it matters if it's something like abortion they're probably not going to change their mind, if they don't think if they don't want to lose their right to have an abortion. And if they think they will, if they don't vote for who they want to vote. So I implore those people to really think about that situation. But then on the other side, I implore the people that are literally voting for someone based off of one issue to reconsider. Um, you should never, nobody in this country, in my opinion, Should vote for any either candidate based off of one thing. You you shouldn't be so strong about one platform that it it dictates who you choose as president. Because if let's take Biden for example, so they're uh, or Democratic Party pro choice. Let's say they're pro choice, but they want to for the sake of argument want to destroy the country. Take away all the guns. There's no gun. No one can own a gun. You can't defend yourself. Uh, they raised, they, they quadruple taxes. Um, let's say they made healthcare very, very expensive. Like Let's say they're pro-choice, but everything else they want to do would effectively ruin this country. You're still going to vote for them. I mean, because they support the one thing you like. And, they, and that idea goes for Trump, too. I mean, if if you're pro-life, and he's like, oh, I'm pro-life, but all his other policies are ridiculous, and they're gonna do everything that I just you know, hypothesized that the Biden administration would do, would you still vote for that person? Because he's gonna vote, he's gonna, he leans your way on the one thing that, you know, like, that you're really like passionate about. I think that that's uh, a mistake. I think that people should be choosing to collection of ideas like it's gotta be a mix of like pros and cons and like what what most am I getting if I vote for this person and what am I losing by voting for this person because nobody's no candidate's perfect. No candidate's gonna walk in and be like, Yeah hey, I guys got, got everything I want. This is not gonna happen. Uh, I think it can pretty close and I think that Trump was that person for a lot of people. I think he was a he was as close as it gets to everything that the Republican Republican people Um, But he still Said some stupid things You know just like anybody else Um, So In the same breath Those people that Are going to vote for the one thing You also have to remember like The president doesn't have all that power It's not like he's It's not like if Trump's elected elected, he's going to sign an executive order that bans abortion. You can't do that. You just, he can't do that. So when you say, I can't vote for Trump because he's going to, he's going to make it where I can't have an abortion. Okay, first of all, if that's the only reason you got, like, we got an issue. And second of all, he doesn't control that. The president doesn't control as much as people think he does. You know, to me, who, the, the, whoever is president has two to deter- the first one being the economy. I think it really has an in- impact on the economy because then you know tariffs start getting implemented. You know, like when Trump was elected, he started implementing tariffs on China. You know, you know revenue is something that the president you know, kind of did. And the stock market was a great example of that. I mean, the stock market skyrocketed when he was elected. The stock market this morning was higher than normal because of maybe the idea that he's gonna win. So that's the first one. I think the economy is very important. Whoever's president kind of determines the success of the economy. Are you know, opening jobs, unemployment. And secondly, I think it's national security. And I think that, we will the carry a big stick idea. My language, but other countries know that Trump's not fucking around. I mean, they just know. They haven't been attacked, nobody's even thought about it, because they know Trump ain't messing around. You know, like Trump or hate Trump, you have to know that you're safe in this country from uh, terrorism, you know, foreign terrorism, I should say, uh, with him as president, because nobody... It's like, it's like the bully idea. Like A bully is going to bully a kid because they know he's not going to fight back. But as soon as that kid fights back, or they think he's going to fight back, the bully is going to stop bullying because a bully is a bully because they can get away with it. And that's how it is for these other countries. The other countries aren't messing with us because they, they can't bully us because they know Trump's going to fight back. They know he will. And he's actually shown examples of him when he was shooting off missiles at those Syrian ships that were just hanging out. And he warned them, hey, you should leave. You got two days. They didn't leave, so he blew them up. Um, So, when you think about who's gonna be president, those are the two things I would focus on. That's what they really are in control of. Uh, And there's some executive orders that they're also in control of. Trump passed an executive order to fund historical black colleges um, the next 10 years. like workforce mandates that can be put in, but overall, it's Congress that really people need to be focusing on. They're like, oh, I'm going to lose this right. Okay, well, that's all about Congress. The president's not; they don't have the. He does not have the ability to do. that. And people that think that he does need to like go do some research because if that was the case, every time we had a Democratic president, you would see that kind of stuff you would see executive orders that are insane for, you know, to to Republican people. And then vice versa, whenever there's a Republican president, you would see insane executive orders that liberals would be like, what the hell is that? And this is not the case. Uh, So, let's channel it back a little bit. It's November 3rd. Turnout right now. Um, I personally think Trump's yeah, going to by a landslide. Won by a landslide last time, he didn't lose supporters; he only gained supporters. Um, I think in the battleground states, swing states, whatever you want to call them, ohio Pennsylvania—I think Biden really, really lost some support there at the last debate when he pretty much admitted that he got a banned fracking. He lied about banning fracking, and there's video evidence all over the place by him saying it multiple times. He got banned fracking. We're gonna uh, push it out or weed it out or whatever he said. Kamala Harris said the same thing. Like I'm all about banning fracking, real ban fracking. And then, but the big, the kicker was at the debate, you know, Biden explicitly said, "I'm gonna kill oil and gas," and that is huge for Ohio and Pennsylvania. You know, workers depend on that. Trump already won Ohio and Pennsylvania last time. Yeah, I mean, and he gave them, and those people got their jobs back, you know, jobs correct. So I already thought he wasn't going to lose those two states based off of, you know, the jobs there. But then when the guy, for those people that were still a little unsure, Biden comes out and says he's going to kill oil and gas. I mean, you're not going to win those states right there. So that's, I think that's uh, 40 electoral votes right there very, very precious for whoever needs to, whoever wants to win the election. I did a little election map. Um, I think that, I think Trump's going to win all the red states. He usually wins. In the southeast, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, Louisiana, Arkansas, Texas, uh, Kansas, Montana. It's all of them. I mean, you don't know, have to go through and talk about you don't win all of those. Uh, Colorado, Nevada. Uh, but then, I think Trump wins the rest. I, the rest of them. I think he wins Arizona last I time. I just don't think Trump loses a state that he won last time. I don't think he's lost support anymore. Because he did such a good job of keeping his promises. I had a ten-minute video that I shared on my Facebook the other day about how all these promises he made that there's, you know, evidence to back up that he came through with it, and a lot of it was jobs and education and, you know, and reform. And you know, the one thing I will say about these states, though, you know, he did win all those battleground states he won last time. He did win them barely. You know, they were very, very tight races. So it would take much to swing. I just don't think he's going to lose any traction there. So I think when I did my math, I think Trump wins like 308 to 220 or something like that. I think that's what it was. I think he wins Michigan. I think he wins Wisconsin. Um, Minnesota is the, is the one that's kind of like the toss-up, but I think he's going to steal Minnesota. I think he's going to win that district in Maine. I think he wins the district in Nebraska that he won last time. That people are going to lose support for him. And I think the really rational people out there, and I'm sorry if this offends you, hurts your feelings, but COVID was not his fault. There's evidence of him trying to shut down the country in January, and the Democrats calling him xenophobic. And there's video evidence of Nancy Pelosi telling people in New York, in California, hey, get out there, go down to Chinatown, celebrate, don't stay inside, this is like March. So, whose fault was it really that the country wasn't shut down? It wasn't Trump's. And if you really think it was Trump's fault he didn't shut down early enough, you're really not doing, your, you're doing yourself a really huge disservice, and you're a sheep, because you're not paying attention. You're not doing your own research, you're listening to CNN, and all these stupid journalists I say with quotes Don Lemon and Rachel Maddow and don't know what they're talking about or choose not to know them, or choose not to report the facts. I mean there's a tweet in like January of uh, Biden calling Trump Zina for when to shut down borders from China because of the virus I mean what are we talking about I mean, COVID was not Trump's fault uh, 220,000 deaths you know what it's terrible anybody dying is terrible I honestly think number is over-exaggerated. They were just writing off COVID for like everything The CDC even came out. and they overshot that number by 90%, which means what, 10,000 people actually died from the coronavirus. Uh, that's not a lot. And if you're getting your panties in a lot over 10,000 people, uh, you're soft. A lot of people die from uh, the swine flu. Uh, Obama's staff called it the way they handled it a disaster and that Obama wasn't lucky that it wasn't more lethal because millions of people would have died so it's just, it's just a reason for people to point fingers and I think it's really childish and it's uh, uninformed. uninformed. I honestly think that the coronavirus is put into play to try and force mail-in voting so the Democrats can cheat to win I'm sure by this conversation now you can tell uh, I'm a conservative, I have some liberal views. Like I don't care about same-sex marriage, abortion's a very tough topic for me, but I don't trust the Democrats. It's way too convenient that a pandemic strikes an election year when they, the Democrats just had a failed impeachment and everything they were accusing Trump of doing they actually being accused of doing now. The collusion with Russia, uh, the Biden scandal is insane. So uh, I think the coronavirus was put into push mail and voting so that they can control who wins because the Democrats can't win the right race they gotta cheat to win. And there's more evidence of that now this saying if they win, they're gonna pack the Supreme Court. They're gonna add four justices that they can add four liberal justices that make it seven, six liberal. I mean that's cheating. I mean there's nothing that says they can't do that, but it hasn't been Don't get their way, they make their own rules, like the Supreme Court making a law in 2016. Let's pack the Supreme Court. Let's add DC and Puerto Rico as a state so we have more electoral votes next time, so we guarantee we win. There's just too much uh, manipulation of the system and not enough working for the people from the democratic side, in my opinion. In good conscience, voting for the Democrats is the way to go. Uh, I'd love for people to shoot me some emails, maybe, and uh, let me know what you think. Like, if you're a Democrat and you're pissed off by what I'm saying, like, tell me what exactly you're voting for if you're for Biden. I'd like to know. Um, and I'm telling you now, if you just send in an email that says, "Oh, I vote for Biden because Trump's racist," I'm not gonna listen. To that. And I'm gonna call you out put your name there because I'll blast you because Trump's not racist. There's no evidence that says he is racist. If anything, there's evidence that says Joe Biden's racist when he said he one in his family to live in a racial jungle back in the 70s. He signed the crime bill in the 90s that put black people away and he said, we got to get these uh, predators off the streets. Who's he talking about? He's talking about black people. So don't come at me with some Trump's racist BS. If you got something, if you got some legitimate policy that you think Biden's administration is going to implement, it is beneficial. Please send it to me. I'd love to read it. Let me hear your thoughts. Uh, please cite your information. It better not just be something that you thought of while you were sitting on the toilet. Cite your information. Where did you get this information? Did he actually say he's going to do this? Why is it good? Show me how it's good. Um, and we can talk about it. I can bring it up briefly in next week's episode and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I love to hear. I love to hear the other side. I love having debates. Don't, I'm not one of those guys that just thinks uh, Republicans are the best all the way. Lindsey Graham's a flip flop. That dude can't say the same thing twice. So um, I know there's bad people on both sides. Um, so I want to have the debate. I want to hear what you have to say, but it has to be legitimate. And that goes for Republicans out there too. If you're going to email me why Trump's great, you better cite some shit. Don't just say something stupid. Like I don't want to listen to stupid shit. In law school. We're all about research. We're all about citing stuff and making sure that what you said isn't BS. You can't just make up facts. This is facts. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about fiction. I care about the facts. The fact is, the last four years was great for Trump. Uh, I mean, Look at the Democratic, look at the left. and They're looting and burning shit down because a black guy was shot in the streets and was a criminal. I just don't understand. That guy dying is terrible and he shouldn't have died, but you gonna tell me that the guy that ran out of Target with a fifty-inch TV in his hands is doing it because George Floyd was killed and he's doing it for his memory? No, he's doing it for himself. Nobody steals a fifty-inch TV for somebody else. He's doing it for themselves. I mean, just shut up. It's just stupid. So the looting is stupid. You don't see Republicans doing that shit. You don't see you don't see Republicans burning stuff down when that little boy was shot in the back of the head by a black guy for no fucking reason. Excuse my language. It's I get a little uh, passionate about it, but you didn't see people burning shit down over that. Oh, they say, oh, it's because justice was served. Was it? That guy should be castrated and hung in the street because of what he did to that 5 year kid. I mean, that's not justice. Going to jail is justice. And the Breonna Taylor case, like, nobody knows what actually happened in that case, yet justice wasn't served talk about racism some more. Chelsea Handler telling 50 Cent, I had to remind him he's black. That's the most racist thing I've heard in a very long time. You had to remember. Tell me, I'd love to know Chelsea Handler, a white woman, knows about what she knows about being a black man. Tell me. To me that's not that ain't no different than when you know the civil rights movement white people were telling Rosa Parks she had to go sit on the back of the bus we had to remind her she was black and she has to sit in the back it's the same thing yeah they didn't say those exact words but that's what they were doing when they were saying you got to get to the back they're reminding her black people sit in the back so when Chelsea Handler says uh you have to you can't vote for Trump you have to vote for Biden why because he's black no again I couldn't care less if they didn't send votes for her He will be to his conscience but some white woman coming out and telling Ex's X's quote all over again when they said white liberalism is the worst thing that can happen. White liberals are the worst. They have failed us. But they don't really care. They don't care about black people. If they did, they'd have done something for they're in office. But they don't. They pander to them every four years. I have to pandered to them this year. And Joe Biden pandering to the Mexican community. Playing despacito at a rally. Like that's going to get them. It was so insulting. And I'm so glad he did it because he don't even know how stupid he is. Whose idea was that? Whose idea was it to play despacito at a rally? I mean, yeah, the people at the rally thought it was cool maybe, but everybody else, every other Latina, was like, what in the hell is that? You think that's gonna get our vote because you like despacito? Okay. Anyways, it's November 3rd, 2020. I'm on my way to vote right now. I gotta go to my hometown. Saturday. I got beer at the house. Probably grabbed some wings or something. I stayed up all night last time watching from six o'clock to four in the morning. Watching the election. Watching the numbers come in. Watching them call states. It was glorious. But, uh, I'm sorry if you listen to this. You're Democratic. You think that uh, I'm a little radical? Not radical. Uh, I wish everybody had the same rights as everyone else. Did should have every right white people do. I think Mexican should too. I think gay couples should too. I um, don't want anyone to not have a say in what goes on the English rights we what I don't want is the government takeover, which is what I think is gonna happen. I think it'll be the end of this country if the Democrats are elected. Way too power hungry. Trump is probably the, most, the realest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, he tells it how it is. I mean, that whole, I'm going to be honest too, and it's probably women when he said that whole grab him by the pussy thing, like, I was glad he said it. If you're a woman out there and you don't think that every guy in the world has said that at one time or another, you're an idiot. I mean, and for all the women out there that are getting mad about it. How many times have you said, God, what I what I would do to Channing Tatum? Same thing. I mean, he was being a guy. It's a guy. Guys talk sexually sometimes with the other guys. Uh, now, if Trump had said, like, yeah, I grabbed her by the pussy, some random woman, yeah, it's sexual assault. But talking about what he's going to do to some woman, guys do that shit every day. Sorry, women out there, your boyfriend says that every day about you. Uh, your boyfriend says... Yeah, last night I fucked her so hard, blah blah blah. I'm like, just, just stop. Uh, stop getting mad about it because you think it, it means something. Your boyfriend talks about how hard he does you every night, and now you were choking on his wang last night. I mean, this happens, so stop it. If anything, it shows that Trump's real. He's, you know what you're getting. With Asia. But you know what? You, you know what you're getting with Biden too. You're getting 47 years of nothing. Of somehow got rich being a public servant. And this Biden scandal coming out right now about uh, Russia and Ukraine. Like, if you don't believe that shit, you gotta wake up, man. You ain't woke. That's for sure. You ain't woke. Um, we've got a few more minutes here. Um, almost to the polling booth. I'm not gonna lie, this, this episode didn't go the way I wanted it to. Uh, kind of just got on the of on tangent about some things, but you know, that's the first one, it's my first one. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed my analysis of the Roe v. Wade and um, Obersveld v. Hodges situation. Um, those two cases are very, very important, and everything I told you was not—that's not my opinion. That's not what I think. I mean, what I, what, what's gonna happen is what I think, but it's based off of precedent. The Obersville case should be overturned purely based off of uh, procedure and how it was done. Not because of what it stands for, but because of how it was done. Because it sets dangerous precedent for the future, and that's what we don't want. We don't want want the Supreme Court doing whatever they want. You need checks and balances. So, um, get out there and vote you're going to vote democrats stay home <laughs> just kidding um, everyone has the right to vote right. don't hate your uh, don't hate your friends who vote the other way if they got reasons if they don't have reasons and they're just voting because someone else told them to then yeah I'd be mad about it right. quit calling Trump a racist I mean find some other material this shit's getting old quit calling Biden sleepy Joe that shit's getting old. Yeah, Biden falls asleep. Who cares? Trump's not racist. Stop making up shit. Sooner or later, he's going to char- like sue everyone for slander because there's no evidence to back that up. And I love it. I, sorry, I love when people say, prove it. Prove he's not racist. How do you prove a negative? I mean, it's like saying, prove you're not gay. Okay, I'll go, and kiss a woman. I mean, I guess I have not How do I prove I'm not racist? Uh, go talk to a black guy? I mean, that's a this is so funny, like, prove he's not racist. This is so stupid. It's a democratic way of winning the argument with some bullshit. You can't prove something that's not real. I mean, it's dumb. So stop saying that. If you're a Democrat, you think Trump's racist. That's fine, you think he's racist. I said sense racist shit back in the 70s when every white guy was racist. I mean, that's the other thing, too. People are like, oh, well, in the 70s, his apartment thing, he was discriminating against black people. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Uh, I don't think so. I think there was some business thing behind it. I can't remember. I have to really read the situation. But maybe he was being racist in the 70s. Find me a white guy that wasn't being racist in the 70s, and I'll give you a cookie. I mean, uh, so but what's funny about that, too, is we get mad at him discriminating against black people in the 70s. But in the 70s, Biden said, I don't want my kids living in a racial jungle. And then they say, dude, that was so long ago. If you care about what he said 50 years ago, okay, but you care about what Trump did 50 years ago. So, I mean, you can't have it both ways. Either they're both racist or they're both not. Either they were both racist in the 70s and they've adapted with the times and they're not racist now. I mean, fuck. I mean, I, it's just, my grandfather said some racist shit when I was 10. He doesn't say that shit now. It was 20 years ago. He's grown. People will have to change. we can grow. So quit holding something against someone 50 years ago. That's all you got. If I ask you why well, like, Trump is racist and you say, well, in the 70s he was discriminating against black people. if that's what you reach to, if that's your source, then Trump's not racist because unless you can tell me something he said today with the last 10 years, I don't even give you 20 years that was racist. he ain't racist. He ain't got nothing. He's done more for black people than Obama did. You know that the black community and the HBCUs, the historical black colleges, were begging Obama for additional funding because they were shutting down. They were not to shut down their schools. He didn't give it to them. In 2017, there was uh, two schools in Savannah, Georgia that merged. And Savannah State is an additional school in Savannah, Georgia. And it is uh, an HBCU and it was trying to join in on the merging of Armstrong State University and Georgia Southern University because they couldn't afford to stay afloat anymore. They were, their funding was falling apart. They were, trying, they were effectively no longer going to be an HBCU, but they still wanted to be a school because they had current students. They didn't want their current students to not have an education, mostly black kids. So they were trying to merge so they could stay alive. Trump signed an executive order funding that school and hundreds of other ones. Trump did it. You didn't hear about it. The media didn't tell you. But it's out there. Google it. I promise you it's there. I promise. I'm not making it up. Opportunity Zones for black workers. It's there. Google it. Obama didn't do that. No. He did just enough to get them to vote for him. And that was it. Obama didn't care about him. When Obama wasn't gonna... He had no chance to be re-elected. So he didn't give a shit. He was done. He made his uh twenty million dollars in office. That he bought a house in Martha's Vineyard for somehow. That's the other thing. The Democrats always pushing for um, global warming. Oh, global warming. Martha's Vineyard's is gonna be underwater in five years if global warming is real. Yeah, you know, Obama just bought a fucking multi-million dollar house there. Hmm, that's weird. Why would he do that? If that's true, you just wasted all your money because then your property value is gonna fall. Not gonna sell your house. And- going to buy shit They think it's going to be Underwater in five years But it's not going to be Underwater in five years And they know it It's It's a platform To run on Because all the Democratic supporters Are hippies And they think The world's burning up It's not I'm in southeast Georgia Right now And it's 50 degrees In October Or November Excuse me The world's not burning up Stop Stop it Wake up Wake up, people. Vote your conscience. And if Trump's policies really piss you off, vote for Biden. But uh, if Biden wins and you watch this country fall apart, you do You know, a part of me wants Biden to win, just so the world, just so the country can just completely fall like Rome did back in the day, and so I can see, and so I can say, "See, I told you, you dumbass." I told you that man was going to ruin the country. But then they'll all just say, no, 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 he inherited Trump's mess. There ain't no mess. This country is better than it's ever been. Even with the pandemic, it's, in, it's incredible. So, November 3rd, 2020, it's election day. Uh, historic turnout so far. I mean, there's already been more votes now by this time than last year. I think it's like doubled or something. Mail-in votes, absentee ballots, whatever stupid um, whoever wins though I hope everyone listening I hope y'all have a great day um, I hope you get what you want and I hope that if you don't get what you want you're open minded to policy whether or not that's Biden winning and all the Republicans out there freak out listen to them don't hate your friends don't burn shit down goes for, if Trump wins please Democrats don't burn shit down don't hate your friends your friendships, because when the chips fall and the chips are down, you're gonna need your friends. You're gonna need the people close to you, you need somebody watching your six. I send them in. You got your comments. I'll address them and spend the first 10 15 minutes talking about that. And then we'll move into something else, whatever it may be. Maybe something a little more light than uh, the election. I got a little heated here. Passion. I want my country to stay great. Yeah. Keep America great. Whatever. You say America was never great. Disagree. Uh, but y'all have a good one. Um, subscribe if you're listening to this. Uh, wow. Did, what I want to do uh, subscribe um, if this thing ever gets famous and I'm making money off of it I'll, I'll finally uh, I'll release my name but until then I will not release my name uh, Jack of all topics at gmail.com is the email Jack of all topics this is facts feelings and fiction um, have a good one later.